It's February 4th, 2023, and welcome to episode 76 of the Babe Metal Podcast. We gather in the podcast Discord server now and again to discuss news and thoughts on the past and future projects of Baby Metal. We invite you to join us, whether you're a longtime fan or have only just arrived. I am Paul, and I am joined by Maggie. Howdy, everyone. So, um, this is this is actually kind of a part two episode yes. in a way. Um, mm-hmm. We had a bunch of interesting stuff get announced uh, at the end of the Baby Metal Returns uh, concert, mm-hmm. and that we ran out of time. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, with the description of everything that kind of went on with the concert, it's totally understandable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was very interesting. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think it, um, I'm not sure that I feel like I had uh, as good a description of any other concert. Uh, really? <laughs> I mean, like, and they, it's hard to tell what's going on sometimes in the Blu-rays and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so. it cuts back and forth between this and that and everything. Yeah, it doesn't show every millisecond. I mean, that's kind of like being at the concert. You, you're you only, you're focusing so strongly on one thing and then you miss out on other stuff. So that's, you know, kind of part of the course, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's why like, oh yeah, I went the second night and I saw this instead. Well, that totally makes sense, you know. I know that I'm still, you know, there are still bits of the forum blu-ray that bother me because like there are things that i remember seeing that are not represented there you know mm-hmm. one of the i think one of the main ones well there's a there's a couple of them but the way they teleport in um was kind mm-hmm. of ruined a little bit by the way they they cut around uh even though it was very impressive at the time mm-hmm. and uh also the way the the logo was built from with lasers from the back. Yeah, the, on the Blu-ray, they zoom in so much on the screen that you can't see that those lasers are crossing the entire yeah. venue. Just bad editing, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, but that's what you, that's what we get, you know. So only people who were there really saw the lasers. <laughs> exactly. Uh, there's some fan cam somewhere that that shows it relatively well that I saved, just mm-hmm. because you know the, I was super impressed by that, and you know, so it was impressive. It was very impressive, but yeah, the the Blu-ray kind of just doesn't really show too much of it. Yeah. So, but all right. So the topic, I guess, basically is going to be the announcements, the stuff, the stuff that happened, happened uh, after the concert. <laughs> right, right. Some of it immediate. Some of it actually since we recorded the last episode. Mm -hmm. But um, so I guess the place to start is the one, you know, so we kind of ran down this, you know, the list of things at the very end last time. But Mm -hmm. uh, so the one is back. Yeah. Which is nice. Um, It is nice. So there's a whole teaser um, that that has, you know, American movie voice guy (laughs) talking. But um, (laughs) yes. So in April 2023, Fox Day will signal the beginning of a new stage for Baby Metal. Together with the departure into a new world, a new metal will be born. Even hinting at the potential third member during that right. thing. And they, they set up this kind of a, a lore concept of the Ark, which is, you know, all of all of the one members will get a, get aboard the Ark to go to this uh, launch. <laughs> Choo-choo, let's all board. Yeah. So calling all the chosen ones, are you ready to board the one's arc? <laughs> well, they've had in the past, they've had, you know, uh, different variations of the arc, but I don't think they were called the arc per se. Um, actually, no, there might have been one time. It was the one where they had the guitar as as the ship. I think they might have called that one an arc. Oh, the but metal arc. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So El Dorado been, or something like there that. Has yeah. been, there has been references of an 
arc for the members to board along with baby metal and all that jazz. So, mm-hmm. well, and, and the you know the big triangular spaceship thing was the arc, but only they were riding on it, not oh, not us. Well, that's true. Yeah, the metal arc. But anyway, mm-hmm. this is the ones arc, and this is, uh, the, you know, the, basically the uh, it's just the name for the supermosh tickets mm-hmm. <laughs> to for the, the show. Super- Essentially super, super mush, but just, I don't know, yeah, first come, first serve sort of thing. And then everybody else gets their hands in on the super mush. I think it's, I think they're all lotteries. I think, yeah, they all, all the super mush is lotteries, but it's, oh gosh, there's so many, <laughs> there's mm-hmm. so many, um, yeah. but yeah, I think it's the, yeah, the arc goes first and then membership, but membership still gets Supermosh availability. So it's just whoever had the new membership gets to enter in on the ARC stuff. Okay. Yeah, we so. could maybe jump down to that. There's um, mm-hmm. uh, there is a uh, so we'll we'll hit pause on the one for a second and go talk about uh, Baby Metal Begins the other one, which is mm-hmm. the concert on Saturday, April first, and Sunday, April second. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is at the Pia Arena MM, MM. in Yokohama. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so there's this there's a page dedicated to this, you know, that that has all mm-hmm. the the news and stuff. Um, and I'm currently looking at it in Japanese, which is not helpful. Um, <laughs> yeah, I need to find it myself. But um, yeah, so there's a ticket schedule, and it's very involved. Um, very so involved. The, right now, the ones arc pre-orders lottery are those are available. Those are the ones that. Uh, there. So first of all, they're the other one only. So you have to be already in the other one. You have to have bought the black box, mm-hmm. and and it's a lottery, and it ends in a couple of days, uh, February sixth. Mm-hmm. After that, this is a, sort of a new addition. There's an overseas the one arc pre-order, which uh, is the first time that has happened in a hot minute. Yeah. So here you don't need a Japanese phone number. Uh, it's still, I, I think it's still the other one only. But, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, because uh, the whole the whole arc yeah. thing is for already members. Sort of, yeah. Actually, I think it's both. Um, I think you need to be the one for both of those, but you have to have been the other one in order to be the one. Right. <laughs> so, so you kind of <laughs> have to. This is so confusing. So, <laughs> so just being the other one wasn't quite good enough. You have to also be the one. Yeah. Um, but however, it's, I mean, you know, we thought that the ARC was only available to people with the Japanese phone number, and that is not any longer true. You're, people without a Japanese phone number are still second in line, you know, mm-hmm. to get into the lottery. But mm-hmm. um, but all of these are lotteries, so you could lose. I mean, you know, you could, you're not guaranteed a ticket by um, submitting an entry. Mm-hmm. Which is partly good because that doesn't mean that means you don't have to kind of like rush and jam the phone lines or the you know internet lines uh, right at the first second. Uh huh. I am old enough that I do remember there were times when you would you know like tickets would go on sale and the way you bought them was to call and so you would spend like the morning redialing Ew. and redialing and redialing to a really? busy signal. Yep. The alternative Yuck. was to go stand in a line. That's what I did. I remember standing in a line for um, I don't know if you're. I don't know your musical taste very well, but if you're uh-huh. familiar with the band Three Doors Down, they actually came to my hometown and played at the um, the local the local um, basketball court at the college. And I remember my dad and I standing in line for like five hours, like six in the morning till like eleven or so, when the tickets started being on sale. 
And that's how we got our tickets. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure that I miss those days. That's not quite the same <laughs> as standing in the line, you know, waiting to get mm-hmm. into the concert. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a little uncomfortable. I had to be bundled up. I remember that. It was cold. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. All my experiences like that were, you know, like outside a mall in winter, <laughs> yeah. you know, waiting for the thing to open. Because the mall wasn't open yet and sure as yeah. heck wasn't going to let you inside. Yep. But, okay. So, right. So we have um, th- these these two um, categories for the ARC, the Supermosh Excellent Tickets. Those are the ones that require membership. Mm-hmm. The same time as the Overseas the ARC is the clear code pre-orders, which we did talk about, I think, a little bit. But um, the clear mm-hmm. codes came with almost everything else that wasn't... The, the one edition mm-hmm. and so if you have a japanese phone number you can use your clear code then um, mm-hmm. as far as i can tell that's interesting i hadn't actually thought about this until just a second but um we know that during that time period the overseas the arc pre-order is possible if you don't have a japanese phone number i wonder mm-hmm. if this means that the clear code is possibly usable by people outside as well i don't know I'm guessing. I don't not. know. It's it's so hard. It's so confusing. It's it is really confusing. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. So the clear code gives you you know this this like uh, additional third priority mm-hmm. <laughs> in the ticket schedule. Um, those are the only. Oh yeah. And so this is uh, February 11th to February 19th. Mm-hmm. And those are the only dates we know. After that, there will be just a regular ticket pre-order lottery. There will be after or simultaneous to that an overseas ticket pre-order lottery Mm -hmm. after that there will be some sort of ticket agency Um, Mm pre-order at one one point they called it uh, um, what was it play guide no this is this is before amuse plus the ticket agency comes before amuse plus oh weird oh god okay yeah there's just Um, it's just whatever okay and then after (laughs) amuse plus then is general sales i see okay so yeah anyway um it's ridiculously complicated. I mean, you know, it's all about priority and it's all about lotteries. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the case that uh, you can, if you're overseas, you can submit your entry to the the ones arc overseas lottery, not get it, and still have time to participate in the other overseas lottery. Correct. Yes. So that in and of itself is awesome. Yeah. So anyway, so that's good. So there's and the, you know this is this is. Fox Day and Fox Day plus one, you know, Mm -hmm. so this is, um, we expect this to be epic in some way, you know, I mean, one obvious way is going to be the birth of the new metal. (laughs) Yeah. Still excited. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, There will be a silent mosh pit for Mm -hmm. children and the elderly. (laughs) And you're not allowed to cheer or bother people. They always, they always have that, but that's, it's still really, that's still a really nice thing though. So yeah. It's not excessively expensive. Um, I mean, even like the super the super mosh pit seat, uh, super mosh pit or super mosh seat, is twenty k uh, yen. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's that's about two hundred dollars, I think. Uh, maybe almost. I think the uh, I think well, at this it'd point be a little less. US, it'd be like yeah, hundred eighty five. I think is roughly about the exchange. I think. Yeah, the exchange rate at the moment has been pretty favorable to the U.S. Anyway, mm-hmm. but um, uh, it's not it's not nothing. But at the same time, it's um, you know like other big big concerts that come to play arenas and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, are comparable. 
So mm-hmm. I think the last time I went, when I took my father to see Metallica in Pittsburgh, uh, nosebleed seats were $135. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. And that was nosebleed. <laughs> the actual like fan passes and like bottom bowl seats, I think were like 300 because that's where my uncles were sitting. Uh-huh. So yeah, no, this is still relatively decent <laughs> yeah and if you really want to blow your mind to think think about like how much money all of the people in that building paid overall for tickets right <laughs> i mean that's right i mean i'm sure it cost a lot to put on the show but mm-hmm. good grief yeah but although i will just as a side note um the new metallica tour is actually the one where they're having like two nights in a row two different sets and stuff it's actually a hundred dollars which isn't bad hmm. That one's yeah. m- much more, what's the word? Uh, Affordable? Yeah. <laughs> Reasonable? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You were probably thinking of a more interesting word than those. Probably, but that's okay. Either one of those work, though. Okay. It all means the same thing, essentially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, I mean, um, you know, we don't, I guess we don't know that much more about this uh, concert, except for, like, you know, the complexity of getting to it. Mm-hmm. But, um, and we probably oh yeah oh no I, actually there's one other thing that that we learned somewhat recently oh yeah it was just yesterday actually about the name of the knights yeah yeah it's called black knight and clear knight black knight for four one and then clear knight for four two so they're having themes which usually when they have themes that kind of means usually that means that there is some difference in the set list and sometimes differences in the uh performance as well like what the overall performance like um like i was trying to i was explaining this to my fiance just yesterday i believe um Uh that you know there is there was tokyo dome black knight red knight and they had different neck braces for each night and then there was budokan uh black knight red knight which they did I believe they also did slightly different set lists, and they also had different outfits each night, too. Well, the same with Tokyo Dome. And one night had railings. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, too. <laughs> well, that was... that. I don't think that was an intention, <laughs> though. That's that's the thing with that. Um, that just be circumstance because of the situation. Right. Um, and I know there was one other one that had a double night, but I can't think of what it was. Well, well Legend, uh, Legend, Metal Metal, Legend Metal Galaxy had a two-nighter, but it was just called Day One, Day Two. Whereas mm-hmm. when they have just a standard, you know, a standard um, concert circuit like they did for last weekend, um, it was just, you know, here's the date, here's the date, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, so but, it is. Mm-hmm. It, it does sort of suggest that there's going to be some thematic difference between them. Mm-hmm. I think so. Black and Clear showed up. Uh, like okay, so the uh, the thing that you got to become part of the other one was this this black box that had mm-hmm. the photo cards in it. Yes, and I I was gonna go look that up now, but um the uh the clear, uh, hmm, where is the clear box coming from? I guess the the clear box is coming. The clear from... box is the membership uh set of the other one album. Yeah, right. It's okay, called so, the clear box. Yeah, and I think that. So my understanding might be wrong, but my understanding of the the concept there was sort of like the black box was a mystery, and the clear box reveals it, right? Yeah, that's what I've ever heard too. 
So it seems like something will be revealed maybe on the clear night, except mm-hmm. um, the only thing that anyone cares about <laughs> is who this th- third person is, right? And right. Uh, surely they cannot wait until the second night for that. Yeah, no. Um, I have a feeling... Unless they play masked. Well, I have a feeling... <laughs> I actually had that kind of idea where I I assumed they would probably do that for for have last weekend's performance, but they didn't. They used Momoko Mm -hmm. and that was very obvious. But I had a feeling like one of my ideas was if they had a third dancer, that that third dancer would be masked. I thought that would be although that would be very winded. But um, depending on how the mask was set up, I guess. But either way. Yeah, no, I, I have a feeling they'll probably still introduce the new person on the first night. And then on yeah. the second night would be that big announcement of whatever's going on, like they normally do, you know, all, you know, 10-10 day or Fox Day or, you know, oh, here's another performance or we're going on tour, something along mm-hmm. those lines. Most likely. That's my assumption on that. Right. It'll, it'll just be one. Release. Yeah, what, or they're going to release a new album again, you know, right. even though they the just did. The fourth album, in other words. <laughs> now that we're done with the the side Const- trip into the non-canon, mm-hmm. maybe they like this is this is t- as my fiance says tinfoil hat. <laughs> um, but now that they may have maybe this third person has been working with them recently, and maybe they are doing the fourth album and they're releasing it maybe later in the year. <laughs> That'd be cool. Anyway, tinfoil hat off. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Try not to do that too much, but it's an idea. It's a cool idea, I think. But hey. Yeah. We'll see eventually. Interesting. The the uh clearbox is sold out. I didn't I didn't realize that it was sold out. I oh, you know, actually maybe Production. we were warned. I think we were warned a couple of days mm-hmm. in advance that they were we gonna were. stop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it didn't matter to me. <laughs> it was within the first couple <laughs> hours, but um Yeah. And the the black clear in my mind thinks uh, it seems like maybe it'll be it, it'll be something like the second night reveals something. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so maybe we can go back to the one to talk a little bit about the the new the one items. Mm-hmm. Yes. So there are two of them this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are both shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them has one of them is basically just sort of like uh, red based design, and the other one has additional gold in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gold one is more expensive and comes with a box. And I, so this is this is where I was hesitating a little bit before because. I think maybe the the box that comes with the shirt is the thing that's supposed to answer the mystery of the box that came with, you know, the photo cards. Oh, you think um, so? So I yeah, yeah, well I'm just going to kind of look at that now, but I I read that somewhere and I'm now confusing, you know, there's too many boxes involved. There is a lot <laughs> of boxes. I just this. assumed that the box was going to have like the t-shirt in it and that was it. I just assumed it was some fancy thing that the the shirt came in. I mean, if I find out later on that that actually was a, like a revealing kind of cool doohickey, like I'll be maybe a little bummed. Albeit, mm-hmm. I think the red shirt is a little cooler looking. Just the color, like contrasting and stuff, I think is a little better. But because um, mm-hmm. I I did order the red one because yeah. well saving myself like eighteen dollars for a box. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. And just a slightly different colored shirt. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I was gonna do that. <laughs> well, it's yeah, it's more colors in the in the gold one. You yeah, know, there is. It still a has bit the red, but yeah. yeah. But uh, what does it say about the box? So it just says it's a special box. That <laughs> seems to be about yeah, it. Yeah, that's um, why I just didn't bother. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. It's it. Uh, I think so. Maybe it was the clear box that I was thinking about this uh, before. 
uh, mm-hmm. that was sort of answering the questions posed by the black box. Possibly. So, anyway, okay. Uh, but it's interesting that there are uh, multiple shirts, um, mm-hmm. one slightly, you know, I guess higher tier than the other, slightly mm-hmm. more expensive. Uh, and they also have sizes, so you don't have to, you know, <laughs> it's not just like <laughs> the one that fits the biggest possible fan. <laughs> right. But okay, so let's see what else there. And when you become a member of the one, you can do the metal name transfer. And in fact, actually, that that you know was already already possible basically immediately um, mm-hmm. because they delivered your code as a digital asset, which was really really nice. That is so nice. I think so, it just yeah makes it a lot easier. You just copy, you go in, they recognize it, you're done. You don't have to wait for your shirt to come in. You don't have to wait for Tensoil if you do it that way. Uh, you don't have to worry about accidentally scratching your code off your shirt and then be like, well, you're SOL, you know. Yeah. So that was definitely a much better way of, of going about it for sure. Yeah, for particularly for people outside Japan, the uh, yes. you know that reduces the anxiety a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, they needed to – I mean, the, the, you needed to be able to do this because the uh, – you know, the uh, – uh, concerts on on Fox Day, so yeah, the Arc uh, membership yeah. too. So you, I mean, so you kind of needed you needed the code in order to get these tickets because they're already starting, you know. But exactly. Um, so they couldn't have shipped it, but uh, but it's still so much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but yeah, so you have the code, you transfer your metal name. Uh, there's a, so there's a couple of steps. You have to register with the one, and. So if you didn't register for the other one, it is you you're in for a kind of a sad shock. Oh <laughs> uh, it, yeah. It's it's pretty much the same as registering for the other one, but uh this the they switched over to the Amuse ID and the entry form is it's just much it's more hideous. difficult. It's bad. I don't yeah. like it. So they want you to put your name in several different forms. You know, you, you put in your first and last name, you have to put in a fur furigana translation of it and write it out in in katakana uh which is you know all of which requires some sort of translation tool Mm -hmm. uh if you and you need to say where you are uh located but there's a trick to it so if you're in japan you just put your prefecture and your your postal code everything's fine if you're not in japan you you have to pick from a list of things that are in japanese the thing that means overseas (laughs) yeah and then once you've done that, then your city is where you put your country. <laughs> so, and it, you know, yeah. it's, it, it's nonsense. But uh, if it you is. did it last year, uh, then it's all exactly the same. If you didn't do it last year, but skipped, um, I guess you're not doing it now because you can't yet. But when you do, mm-hmm. it's not going to be fun. Yeah, no, there is a guide. Um, the one I used was from the Baby Metal News guide from um, Argentina. There we go. <laughs> But that's the one that he used. It's, it's pretty straightforward on that one. He'll t- you know he even links in a couple places where you can do translations of your name and stuff, which is pretty nice. Yeah. Which I already kind of semi knew what my translation was because I had a, a Japanese. Um, I, I used to do um, tutoring, English tutoring for a local Japanese um, manufacturer, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them actually was like, oh, let me write out your name, like what it's going to be. And so I know what generally my name looks like in, in Japanese. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. So I knew what, what to expect. I'm like, oh, is this? Yeah, this is definitely it. So that, that made it a lot easier still. But it's for the ones who have a little bit more complicated names that, you know, it's more of a sounding out sort of thing. So. Yeah, well, and you have to be able to type it if you're if you're in that situation. It's so mm-hmm. it's easier to use a translator just because it will give you something to copy and paste. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But yeah, the um, as Dragon Fury reminds us, uh, the the overseas prefecture is the last one in the list. Everything else mm-hmm. is like, you know, something something, you know, region or something like that. But at the at the very bottom is something that looks just a little different, and that one is the overseas one. Mm-hmm. So, so to transfer your metal name. I think you, I think this is required. To uh, you have to get an account, uh, an A wallet account, um, mm-hmm. which is which is basically a place to hold digital. It's a digital asset wallet. It is yeah. an NFT wallet. Your metal name is tied to an NFT. Uh, yeah. So if you want to be able to claim I own no NFTs, then I think you're out of luck. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Now. Now, do bear in mind, like, I'm not for NFTs. I don't like NFTs. Like, but NFTs in this kind of use is okay. Like, I, I, I am a little, I'm a little more okay with this than to be like, what he call it, uh, day trading or something like that, where you're just trading off these digital assets and stuff. Whereas this, this thing that they're giving you, you and only you will have this. And this is also your ticket to be able to enter into other things. So it actually has like a legitimate use that is not monetary. Albeit, yes, NFTs still have the, you know, the processes and all that jazz. It still has the codes and the, or what do they call them, tokens or whatever. So it's still not the greatest thing in the world. But it has a, they're using it in a better way than how most NFTs are. Still don't necessarily like NFTs. But I'm giving this a pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, this is kind of what they're supposed to be used for in a sense. Exactly, you know, uh, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, as, and I don't think you can sell it. Uh, like, so, no. I mean, that that mm-hmm. already makes it, uh, it's somewhere in the translation. It might be, a, it might be a sort of a translation glitch, but it yeah. is, it's a, essentially, it says something like it's, uh, you know, tied to your soul. Yeah. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a soul bound token. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. For you and only you. Because, well, I mean, if you remember, or for those who have been members of the one in the past, um, what they used to do is it used to be um, on website and... It used to be you had a page and then you had a QR code that had a picture, the picture that you had to upload into the website that says, hey, this is me. And then, you know, here's my metal name, da, 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 da. Is, uh, um, so that's that's how they did it in the past. But I don't know. Maybe there was some issues with that that I'm unaware of that they have run into to instead have to go this route. I, I don't know. No. I would. My guess is that I mean, Koba is now in charge of culture. The you know, sort of like that's the, the true. Tech, digital tech arm of Amuse, and I think uh, the, I mean, I'm sure he. I'm sure even if the other way worked fine, he loves this idea. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, yeah. So it's actually super easy to to set up this uh, 
a wallet though. I mean, you basically like click okay and and you're there. <laughs> so, uh, what else? Let's see the, um, Oh, the, the gallery is going to close at the end of April. Yes. Uh, that's the last time you can carry over your old middle name. If you had one for the other one, mm-hmm. I feel bad for you, Paul, because you had so much hope for that website. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it, 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 uh, I think we all did, really, but you so much. You were, like, holding hope. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, it's not April 30th yet, but it is uh, looking like unrealized potential to me. Yes, that is true. They probably could have uh, done a bit more with it, but it was cool while it lasted. (laughs) It was, I mean, you know, it it passed the time, you know, which is probably what it was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, so the other thing, too, is that one, you know, I, I don't know if I would call it positive, but sort of positive aspect of mm-hmm. the fact that only members of the other one can become members of the one in time to get the ARC tickets is that now there was a reason to be the other one. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. just like a, a, a frequently off uh, updated website. Right. <laughs> you know, it was. Well, it was, it, it's that always that thing of of if you are a member of the one, you have special limited things that only the one can do. And this just so happens to be one of them. <laughs> oh yeah, right. But if it, but if that was it, you know, then then it's a little right. Then exactly. It feels a little off, but especially if, with this, how expensive it was last year. Yeah. So if so, what people got was not just the gallery, but the gallery and the arc uh, mm-hmm. possibility at least. But you still had to sign up for the new membership to be able to get. So it's kind of like, eh. yeah, yeah. It's I'm 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 working hard here to make it seem positive. <laughs> I'm but, sorry, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it wasn't just the gallery. You you mm-hmm. had a a little extra. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that was quite cool. Um, this uh, this is sort of both around the concert and around the one, mm-hmm. but we got merch photos again. I mean, like I don't know when the last time is that that we got a picture of them holding things like you know holding the one T. Or the um, Savior Mask? Let me think. Because I don't think they did it for Metal Galaxy. Um, yeah, I don't think so. I really don't think they did it at all during Metal Galaxy era. And they definitely didn't do it during Chosen 7, for sure. So, right. yeah, it might have been, like... Tokyo Dome? I mean, is that, is possibly, that, that too far back? Possibly, I think back? so. Well, no, they did a thing... Well, no. They did stuff for um, Big Fox Festival. They had okay. the towel. They they were holding the towel and something else. Okay, and they did do the masks actually, so um, that might count. Pitta masks or whatever. Um, there were there are pictures of them wearing them. Oh, okay. I just I don't remember that, but uh, I don't think we ever saw them with the uh, uh, camping gear or anything like that. I think no. I think the last Mm-mm. thing that we saw them with was maybe these masks. Um, maybe I can find that at some point. But mm-hmm. um, they're on the well, actually, they're on the cover. Like the box of the masks, they're on the they're on that box. Oh, okay. So maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, just <laughs> oh, a second, the masks are the the ones that they did the lottery for. Yeah, they did do that for that. That's right. I I totally forgot about that. And they <laughs> I think they also did it for the for the pet uh the pet chain or leash in the bowl. I think too. Yeah. The pita mask or the pita pita mask or whatever. Yeah, yeah yep. I still have those. <laughs> yeah, I know. There, I I do. Um, in, but I mean, it's not like there's 
any hope of them fitting. <laughs> These stretch pretty decently. Do they? are not okay. too bad. Yeah. So long as you just take, you know, good care of them. They, they, they last for a hot minute. I mean, I wore the absolute living daylights out of mine and all of mine are still in relatively good shape. And I have washed them. So, and they're still uh-huh. functioning. So. Cool. Now, albeit I did get COVID <laughs> wearing <laughs> <Wow>. one, but, <laughs> you know, that's what they're supposed to technically be, you know, yeah. doing is preventing that to some degree. But, hey, you know, them's the breaks. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so we got um, we got photos of the the shirts, the, the comparison of the two shirts and uh, also one that had uh, just the you know, the, just the gold one and the box that come that mm-hmm. comes with it. Um, and then for the for the merch for the shows, they had uh, the savior mask and the temporary tattoos. Mm-hmm. Which is temporary tattoos were cool. Like, I kind of regret not asking for one, <laughs> but it is uh-huh. what it is. Um, because it's like I could totally wear one of those during my wedding. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Nah, I, I probably wouldn't. But I mean, it's it's just a funny thought. But I mean, they are pretty well designed little temporary tattoos, though. So if you know you want to be like one of the more uh, famously known baby metal fans of absolute tattooedness, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. We oh, uh, one other bit of the uh, uh, another announcement. Oh, see, now I'm, I'm remembering several things. <laughs> So, okay, uh, we know that Wow Wow, well, this is a new announcement, Wow Wow will play um, Big Metal Returns on March 26th. Yes. So that's always good. Um, yeah. That mm-hmm. is likely to be, you know, some subset or yeah, probably some... subset because the yeah. uh, two nights were the same. So mm-hmm. it'll be some subset um, of the show. Mm-hmm. I think we must have talked about this last time. But Not anyway. really. No, we didn't talk about the Wow Wow one. We talked about uh-huh. the uh, movie theater because that's on February 24th, I think. It's when the, the movie theater uh, version of the show is coming out. Could be. I think actually we forgot to talk about the movie theater, but, but whether we did or not, they're going to play it in the, in the cinema. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's another live viewing. Yeah. Yeah. But the I mean, so some amount of editing is going to be done by then. Yes. Yeah, and and uh, there's been some discussion actually since we we recorded the last episode of you know about who who was actually singing uh, Doki Doki Morning in the in mm-hmm. these shows. Um, opinions vary, but uh, mm-hmm. you know so perhaps we will find out. But um, as Liffy suggests in the uh, in the chat, there, um, it's quite mm-hmm. possible that that's going to be what they cut out <laughs> from, yeah. from the Wow Wow show. Most likely, because it's not directly baby metal, so. I don't know how much Wow Wow participates in the, you know, sort of play everything except the thing people want in order to allow people to sell the Blu-ray later. Although they're, I'm pretty sure they're partners in the, in the whole endeavor, you know? Yeah, they are. They typically are. Yeah. So they've, it's their cameras that recorded the whole thing. And I assume they get a cut of the Blu-rays. But anyway, so that's good. Um, So there's uh, this, the show will be done enough to play in theaters probably in its entirety. Uh, mm-hmm. in the you know, end of February and then a month later in some abbreviated version on Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just before 
Fox Day. I mean, like that's days before Fox Day. So mm-hmm. we, oh, well, a little thing, but uh, Osmart has updated their description of of the other one to include actually like little story snippets about each of the tracks and like what concept they fit in, you know, so mm-hmm. they have metal kingdom that goes with throne and it says an anthem that will open up a new era that will inspire you and give you the strength to step on an unknown path with a friend you trust <laughs> and so forth. And it does this for all the, the uh, 10 songs. I think that's neat though. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm not sure that we can, conclude much from it but it uh, it does sort of it gives us a shape of the story already Mm -hmm. a little bit pretty much uh the the last one is the legend in parentheses coffin uh with the concept album the other one coming to an end baby metal is headed for the next stage with the flag of legend uh and so again there uh the coffin is their mode of transport (laughs) of course (laughs) yes makes sense it's pretty excellent uh, okay, so maybe the biggest thing uh, that we haven't even mentioned yet is that uh, since we recorded last, they actually managed to turn around a an official MV for Metal Kingdom based yes. on the the you know so it's studio audio, but um, the visuals are all from the show. Mm-hmm. So we actually got to see all the stuff that Kevin described. Yes. And it's really, really cool if you've not seen it yet, which I'm sure most people have by this point. Uh, mm. If you haven't seen it yet, it is really, really cool. <laughs> it's possibly better than what I had imagined just based on the description of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is very large. I mean, like yes. it's, a, it's the, you know, this this very long, um, I don't know, platform that, that they have to go uh, across is, is uh, it's epic in size uh the stage you can see the stage going up and down actually when it goes up all the way uh it kind of looks like you can walk under it like you know the the pathway underneath it is Mm -hmm. is big enough that i think they could have used it i don't know if they did but Mm -hmm. walk in between the two stages yeah underneath that specific stage yeah Mm -hmm. um what else to say about it i mean so you have to struggle quite hard to find any guitars. <laughs> they a couple yeah. accidentally made it into the shot, <laughs> but, yeah. but uh, they're well obscured. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're looking, uh, where they are is they're they're in the place where Moa leaves from. They're on that side, uh, so you can you can sort of see it because they have kind of angled um, angled red lighting down mm-hmm. on them. But uh, I mean you cannot see anything of who's playing. You know, you occasionally can see, oh, there's a couple of people with guitars over there, or, you know, there's one place where they couldn't get a good shot of the, of the uh, staffs without having a guitar in the background. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was a uh, very theatrical. Oh yeah, for sure. It was definitely very like they had the people like, like Kevin described that the people lined up along the long and um, the in-between stage and, you know, they had the staffs that had the two double O's, which made it look like a key. And or uh, some or scissors. <laughs> That's all I can see. When I see these, I just see scissors. Everyone's Fair walking enough. around with scissors. Fair enough. Um, 
as far as the costumes were concerned, because I have been asked about that, um, mm-hmm. they are definitely really cool. Um, there is a slight difference between just just a smidgen, but there is a slight difference between what the the picture version of that outfit is versus what was done live, albeit not much, but um, it's still it's really cool. They're very well done. Um, definitely easy, probably no, I wouldn't say easy to replicate for like a cosplayer and stuff. But you have a better um, concept of how to build it Um, because I've already seen a couple of Japanese cosplayers who are already building out their um, their plans and how to make this. So I'm really excited because I have already followed these. uh, There's at least two of them and I followed both of them right now. And I'm really excited to see how their build comes up and around because I don't I mean, as much as I really want to do it, I'm probably not going to be able to do it. Um, or at least not anytime soon. I may later in the future, but it's, it's, it's really cool. And it's really, cause it's, 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 cause it's a jacket. It was a jacket that they just wore over their, their normal outfits is really all it is. And unless they may have taken off their shoulder bits, I don't know. Cause I don't know how their builds work. Cause obviously mm-hmm. I've never seen their outfit up front, up close and personal. That'd be great. But you know, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, the costumes in the cells are really, really super cool. Moa just looks badass in it. I mean, they both look badass in it. But um, but yeah, no, it was just the, to set the the setting for the song. The that was a proper use of of costuming for for sure. So that's mm-hmm. my two bits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the it, I I I think that they they must not have the the you know metal galaxy shoulders underneath those though it doesn't seem like there'd be room those stick out very far yeah i have a well the well okay so the thing is is that the the um the front bit definitely has to be connected in in some sense of way to the front just because of how the sewings are Mm -hmm. i don't know like i'm not really like 100 percent sure if it was made in the way in which i did mine they have enough bounce in them and they also had those pointy shoulders on that on the jackets where I don't think having those sho- having the metal galaxy shoulders underneath it would have caused too much of an issue because okay. they would have bounced they would have been very flexible so I don't think it would have been as big of a deal. Okay. Well, it certainly would. Have, I mean, it sounded like there was a, a bit of a like costume change time, but mm. um, but maybe it would have had to be more elaborate. If, if, well, I'm sure you, know, you probably it, would have had to have somebody kind of help you out, especially if you had an outfit on underneath it. But either way, mm-hmm. looked really cool. <laughs> yeah, it did. It kind of so it seemed like uh, from just the imagery that that uh, Mo was sort of playing some kind of a like a, a general of some sort. You know, sort of like you know mm-hmm. Sue was the ruler and Mo was bringing the like the you know, leader troops. of the gang. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, it it uh, it worked out nicely. It was um, it has the studio audio, and so there are a couple of places where it's just a little bit, you know, not quite synced mm-hmm. because you know that you know, <laughs> uh, which is it's frustrating. But of course, I understand why they do that. And mm-hmm. um, but I'm still really quite looking forward to seeing that with its actual audio. <laughs> yes, indeed. There was um, you know, friend of the podcast AJ Hartley did a analysis of the song uh which is largely analysis of the lyrics and and kind of like the musical structure because the the video wasn't out yet when he did this mm-hmm. but um I'd, I'd recommend listening to it it's pretty it's pre- it's it's pretty in 
depth about kind of like what what it seems like uh the song's about and and kind of like how they use the the rising and lowering of of energy in it and so forth so um Mm -hmm. i did see that he had released that i just hadn't gotten around to actually looking at it just yet so yeah i will have to at some point but um you know to to sort of like summarize some piece of some of his thoughts i mean it was it was kind of like the song is kind of it starts in stating the problem that the world's kind of disintegrating and and you know but we strive together for better and so we gather as a community with a leader and just like go off to do this and Mm -hmm. uh, he's also suggesting which i think is it's i can see it particularly when i you know i'm really kind of looking at the lyrics that it is it's kind of got its own story Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's also like it's them saying to us you know look we're beginning a new era uh you know, why don't you come along with us and see where mm-hmm. we go? You know, <laughs> like this is, di- this is going to be different. Uh, and we think it's going to be interesting. Uh, so come on. Mm-hmm. Come on, ride the train. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. It's okay. Reference that's a, that's went way old, by me. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> quad, what is it? Quad city DJs. Like it was really popular with the movie space jam with Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes. I'm also showing my age. <laughs> Yep. But, and, and yet it's still newer than what I was, uh, you know, than me. So. <laughs> this was like 93, I think it was when 1993, somewhere around in there when the movie came out, I think. I think there's, is, isn't the, uh, I think the Space Jam website is still up, you know, and still in its kind of like 1990s form. Uh, yeah. I, well, they also have a new one for the, for the new Space Jam, because there was another one that just came out recently, like last year, or the year before or something like that with, um. Is it LeBron James? I'm not very good with sports people. <laughs> but very, I, I, very famous no basketball player. That's, But I'm pretty sure it was LeBron James, I think. Um, Space Jam 2, a new, a new legacy. <laughs> Two stars. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't do very well. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's see. A, a rogue AI connects the son of famed bas- basketball player, LeBron James. It so is LeBron correct. James. Okay. Yep. I was right. I'm surprised. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I do keep up on pop culture on occasion. <laughs> it <Yeah>. does happen. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's the, the, the thing that I, the thing that I mainly remember, uh, you know, the, that mainly comes to mind with respect to Space Jam is just the fact that it is, it, it has this 1996 website that is still, you know, that's still there and mm-hmm. still looks like 1996. It's, it's, oh yes. It's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. What else? I think that's it. I think we. I think, I think we kind of covered it. the news. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, it's all the probably like the most exciting part was you know the new music video came out, which you know we were semi kind of expecting, but the one thing we didn't expect was the ones arc t- lottery tickets for overseas. That like yeah. I said, that's that's pretty awesome. They haven't done that since goodness, I think. I think the, uh, it, like I said, it's been a while, but I'm just glad that they're doing it. So yeah. that is very nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, certainly there was a time when it seemed like they liked to be able to say that they were popular overseas mm-hmm. without actually ha- have doing anything for the people who were overseas. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and this seems like they're at least, uh, they're at least kind of making it possible. Um, Acknowledging it. Yeah. I think it's actually gotten, I mean, like, so that's, the most recent stuff has actually gotten harder 
for overseas people because of this ticketing system where you need to have a Japanese phone number. I don't, I don't think that was true before. No, um, no, they hadn't. They hadn't done that before. I don't remember how they did it the last time. Like I said, it's been so long ago. I don't remember what it was for Metal Galaxy. I think we yeah. had to use Pia, but I think there was like an English site where we could use that, but I don't know. It's like I said, it's been so long ago. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the future looks decent at least. Um, mm-hmm. and I guess, I don't know. The next thing that we know that we're looking forward to is kind of reports from the, from the, uh, cinema, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. when the, when the show is, is, is played. Yes. But, um, yeah, anyway, things are moving again. Uh, and there's optimism in the air. So yes, that's all good. That is true. Exactly. It feels like there's they're rolling again, which is yep. great. Uh, okay, so I guess uh, maybe we can leave it there. Um, yeah. This the end of part two of this two part <laughs> episode. Yeah. Okay, so I will now begin the ending, which goes, and that's it for this episode. Join us on the Baby Metal Podcast Discord to continue the conversation. Rating the podcast on whatever platform you listen on will help people find it, so please do that. We'll be back here at some point, and we hope you'll join us at that time. And until then, see you. See you. (laughs) 